0: special guests. I'm joined with some of my family members here.
1: Hello, I'm Anisha Alexander.
0: And welcome to Anisha, <laughs> Holmes, Holmes, you know. yeah. We're just doing a momentum to our grandmother. I know she would be proud of us. Uh, we're all part of the same ministry, but right. today we're going to be talking about some awesome interesting topics. Yes. Marriage. Why is money a curse word in church? And should Ooh. church people, Ooh. should church people? Ooh. Participate in secular events.
1: Oh, stay tuned. Ooh, stay, stay tuned. tuned. This gonna be good. So, so, Nisha, yes,
0: you yes. are a newlywed. I am newlywed woman in your twenties. Right. We want to pick your mind a little bit. Just tell us how did that whole process go? After the wedding was over, after y'all mm-hmm. exchanged vows, mm-hmm. after y'all kissed, you know, came back after your honeymoon. What mm-hmm. was next?
1: Well, um, after the wedding. Um, after, um, the loving phase, really we're still in the loving phase, but the work came after that. It was, it was the work and uh, the work actually started, um, the week of my wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we went, I went through some things, you know, with being in the hospital and everything. So the work actually started the week of my wedding and, um, it's just the work, you know, where we both have different layers Mm-hmm. And we're both are unpeeling those layers of each other. Um, we're both are tri- understanding, I'm not going to say trial, understanding our purpose. Right. Um, we are husband and wife, but the grace of a wife is still falling on me. The grace of a husband is still falling on him. Right. And uh, we're just learning each other. We're loving on each other. Um, of course, the work is being put in. Right. Um, not giving up on each other. Communication is key, us listening to each other. And, um... Yeah, we're still in the loving phase um, and making it work, you know, my husband works at a car dealership, you know, so he's working all the time, so he's not here with me, Um, but just putting in the work and, you know, what advice would I give to someone, to a woman that's looking for um, marriage is to keep pushing, don't lower your standards, Whatever standards you have for yourself, keep that, you know, write down what it is that you want in a husband. I wrote down what I wanted in my husband in like 2015, 16, and um, I went back on that list in 2021 and I looked at my list and I looked at my husband and I'm like, Lord, you know, you gave me exactly what I wrote down on my list. So I got exactly what I wanted. Exactly what I wanted. So yeah. So write it down. Make it plain. Make the vision plain. What you want, do not settle for it. If it's something that you wanted, and the marriage is what you want, you 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 stay to yourself. You clothe yourself in, and you allow the Lord to work on you, and He'll give you that your husband that you desire.
2: Gotcha. And just to keep on giving, um, just keep on, you know, to help the women's, um, you know. That wanting to get in married, right? Just tell them the reason why you got married. Because most people think, and because you're young, they think you just got in married because you got a baby or something. But yeah. You know well. Just, well I'm sorry, um, just to add
0: on to that, you know, yeah. just a couple of shows ago, one of our brothers said that we you know we in the hookup generation, right? right? Okay. So just give your perspective on um.
1: Um. So before I got married, transparent parent moment. Before I got married, um, I was a hookup right. situation. Um, no, I did not lower myself, you know, I understood my values, but, um, we called it. Now we call it situationship. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we call it situationship. Right. So we're not in a relationship. We're not married, right. but it's a, it's just a situation going on. Right. Um. But um. I was I was in those situationships, right. and because I was unsure of what I wanted, I mingled. You know, I, I I talked to different guys. You know, just to see what it was that was out there. You know, what I right. wanted, and um. Let's just say none of those men, you know what I'm saying, is right. something that I needed because I got my husband. Right. Um, but he was definitely not what I wanted. He was what I needed. God gave me exactly what I needed. And my my vision for him and the things that I thought my husband would be like, you know, was right. the complete opposite. And I fell in love with that. My husband was very persistent. Right.
2: So, question. And... and- this is me asking you, because I want to know the question. Okay. I mean, I want to know the answer to it. Okay. So, for, you know, my generation, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you tend to see not a lot of loyalty in things. It's not. What what advice would you give us? Do you think we should wait on a person that God sent? Or do, like you said, you know, test the waters or do some situationship? What What you think we should do?
1: I definitely think that you should... Talk to different people because how would, how else would you know what you want? But I also would say go to the foundation. Mm-hmm. What is the foundation of a relationship? Because this generation now, um, they look up to social media. Right. They see everything on social media and they want a relationship like this. They want to go straight for the higher things right. and not want to work on what needs to be worked on in building a relationship. Right. Number one, loving God. B, number two, loving yourself. Right. And I think a, a lot of this generation don't love their selves. I think that they have low self-esteem about right. themselves. Right. So they look at social media to turn to, you know, and they say, oh, I see this girl got a car and flowers and think that that's what a relationship, right. that's solely what a relationship is. And um, they're selfish. You right. know, they want to, they want to, <laughs> get but they don't want to give anything back right. so this generation now is very selfish selfish and selfless right because they don't care about anybody else but themselves so you know you have to you have to have that love for somebody else right. and one, and willing to build with somebody else right, right. Yeah.
0: I just I just love your transparency and mm-hmm. I know you're helping somebody right now yeah but really um. well, one one more question because mm-hmm. we're going to run out of time okay. we will be back for this topic okay so I noticed you said um Sometimes people have like low self esteem Mm -hmm. or you know, they might be down on themselves, Mm -hmm. you know Sometimes as a result of that people get into the relationship with the wrong people, you know, some people may call it a a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. What advice you give to people that find themselves in relationship, and women especially that find themselves in relationships like that?
1: In a toxic relationship? Yes. Um, Learn from it and move from it. You know, heal from it. Ask God to heal your heart from it. Um,
2: and don't stay. And, in
1: and don't and don't stay in something where someone doesn't love you, that someone doesn't value you, right. um, someone who has low self esteem about themselves. Because nine times out of ten, if they're treating you that way, then they does, they don't love themselves. Right. Um, so I would most definitely tell that woman um, because and it can be difficult. For some women, it's very difficult to get out of the situation because they feel like that's love, right. and um you know it's it, i would I would tell them, you know, don't stay in a situation where you feel like you're closed in, you're supposed to be free right. you're supposed to be able to to feel somebody knows when you love them, or you know like you know when I love you, you know when I love you because love is not just what i you know what I say is what I do, it's right. an action word right. Yeah. I feel so that's you. advice what I I would give a young woman.
2: Right. You know, yeah. but now the generation yeah. today. Yeah. Because I'm taking those myself, <laughs> you know? Yes. Right. So, we talked about marriage.
1: Right. And
0: perspectives on it. Right? right. So, should Christians participate in secular entertainment, or is that even possible for them not to do it?
1: Yes. They should. They should they should participate. They yes. should participate in I agree. And I met my husband in in um, those type of situations.
2: Right.
1: You know, I, I met my husband in that, you know, we were in college, so yeah. you know, and they had parties, they had other things going on. Right. You know, so I met my situation in those. Right. And not only that, you know. Biblical wise, the first miracle that you know Jesus did was turning water into wine. All
2: right, come on. You know on, what say I'm saying, and
1: then the it was at a the then it was at a wedding. All right. So you know at weddings, you know you listen to you don't listen to holy music at weddings. You listen to music that's gonna get you and get you moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make you feel good. Right, and
2: not only that, not mm-hmm. only that, to add on to what you said, mm-hmm. what, what people expect you supposed to listen to church music while while. Why be in the bed with their partner. Like, yeah. come on, now. that was R and B for like. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta know how to monitor and just don't let it right. overtake you.
1: Overtake you, and don't don't let the don't let the world overtake you.
2: Right. What was
0: the Christian? What y'all saying? <laughs> uh, I believe is we could be <laughs> where we're in the world, but don't be of the world. In yeah. World, something to that be effect, okay? But I, I agree with everything that y'all saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Christians part of our well our identity is to win souls for the kingdom right you know? and to win souls for the kingdom you can't win souls at a church that's already praising the Lord that's already trying to seek his purpose right so where would you find all those other people at you right. know clubs um, parties just right. because you're there doesn't mean that has you I remember a wise man once said, "You can listen to rap music, you can listen to hip hop, mm-hmm. but rap music or hip hop won't have me. It won't I have hip hop. I have hip hop. Yep, correct. I agree.
1: All right. So I Agreed.
0: believe that when it comes to should Christians um, participate in secular mm-hmm. entertainment, it's all about balance. Right. Yeah. You
2: know, I agree with you. Yeah. Because yeah. I believe
0: that Christians can party. I believe that we can go out and have fun. It's just how mm-hmm. the way that we go about it.
2: Right.
1: Controlling yourself, your character, still remaining in yeah, that character, character. Right. when you when you're having fun. Right. Because you know, when Jesus went out to different places, he had a mission. Mm-hmm. He had fun, but he had a mission. Right. Because it was somebody that he was ministering to, somebody that he was grabbing, somebody's soul that he was saving, right. you know, and I feel like it like you just said, I agree, it's balance. You know, I listen to rap music, I listen to r and B. I I like jazz. I like all types of different music. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so most importantly, um, it's just finding that balance. You know what I'm saying? Should you entertain and should you go out? Of course, because we want to have fun. We're naturally to have fun. But it's a balance, you know, it's a balance. So I agree. Right. Yeah.
2: So why is money a curse word in church, Ooh. Lord? <laughs> this topic, yeah, you could go so many ways about it because you know, you see on social media, you see preachers, Gucci down, mm-hmm. chains on, mm-hmm. bust down, rolling on, and all that, and you know, the people wondering, you know, where he getting the money from and all that, and I understand that, but. But this is my I gotta turn the question on them. The people who are asking where the money going is the people who are not in the church. Oh so Oh you, why you wondering about where the money going if you're not in the church? Right. Now I can understand if you was in the church and you not seeing no progress or no yeah, no progress being made, but if you in the church and you seeing progress steady being made, you shouldn't be wondering if you that's, that question shouldn't be even ask because you see where the money is being put into
0: I agree what you said, but just to bear off a little bit, you know, when I first came to, you know, the church that we're at right now, <laughs> I myself, know it's, it's human psychology, you know. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> right. Especially when you're not used to giving right. money. Right.
2: Right. When, right. You,
0: when you're challenged to give more than what, you give, what so you're really used agree. to giving, it becomes uncomfortable. Right. So really but agree. one thing that, you know, we're learning, is that when you give your tithe you know mm-hmm. have to pay for a building fund especially for a tithe. your 10% is something that is required by God yes. it's something that we owe him so mm-hmm. that's something that should be taken out regardless mm-hmm. but in regards to like a building fund or something like that if you, you want to save souls for the kingdom you have to be you have to expand mm-hmm. so if you want to expand you have to you have to be cogs in a system to help turn mm-hmm. and to help Accelerate the push of the kingdom.
2: Right. right.
0: So, you know, sometimes people, like you said, might think that, especially um, of prophets. You know, mm-hmm. all all he want, all he prophesied, he prophesied. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to get your money, <laughs> man. You're, you're on that, uh-huh. bro. But but when you give into a prophet, I believe it says you receive a prophet's reward. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Receive yeah. a prophet's so reward. So when you give, you receive also. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know everybody we shouldn't love our money more than we love God right. mm-hmm. God requires our money for us
2: he requires our blood, our sweat and our sacrifice, sacrifice. Right. and then it's kind of a crazy thing how God be working with the money bro because it's like he's just testing you to see if you're going right. to be obedient Him. Mm-hmm. and then he's going to give you a, he going to multiply what you just gave so it's mm-hmm. like it's really a trick thing you're tricking yourself out of a blessing if you won't be mm-hmm. honest to you
1: mm-hmm. Right. That's and so just true. to piggyback off of the things that you guys were saying especially you Nathaniel um, from my personal experience transparent moment um we had uh, when we first get, came into came to choice um prophet asked um, my husband and I to sow a thousand dollars and in my mind I'm like a thousand dollars what this, mean? this person, man a thousand dollars so a thousand dollars because that was the most that I had I ever gave, right. you know. And when you know better, you do you better. better. Right. And um we we, we sold the thousand dollars and um literally that week my husband received the promotion. So I've seen when you sow into a private life how you reap that reward. Um, We've seen things that we thought we could not access at first and by giving and sewing and paying those ties, you know, we see how doors have unlocked for us and not just for him, for me as well. Not only just for us, our family. We have seen how doors have unlocked for our family, you know, when it was time to give for the business, for Glory Divine Home Care business, you know, and our family sold the thousand dollars collectively. Um, we've seen the clients come in. We've seen the change in us, and we've seen different things that have transpired throughout our lives that was that was sent to help us, you know, to groom us into who we are now, you know. So I've seen those things, and I I totally agree with you on that. You know, blood, sweat, and sacrifice because we had to sacrifice them a thousand dollars, and let me tell y'all, rent was due, but we had enough mm-hmm. for rent. And we had enough to sow that seed. So I'm thankful. Thank you, Prophet, for testing us. Thank you, Prophet. You know, and thank you, God, for making us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To get comfortable. So I appreciate that.
0: I like what both of y'all said. I like what mm-hmm. you said about a test. And I like what you said about it being open heavens, you know. Mm-hmm. As you deliver, you know, you pass a test. God puts a test before you. Right. You pass a test, that results in what? Open heavens, right? right. I mean, for me... Um, when I first got here, I I was challenged to give because, mm-hmm. like I said, that was something I wasn't used to, and it reflected when I, once I got that end of the year uh, giving statement. I didn't I I was shocked. That oh, was I was shocked was. too.
1: Oh, I was uh, like, Lord, <laughs> I pat my own stuff on the back <laughs> because that was the most that we have gave when you come in from a ministry that does not ask for seeds you know, and does not push the fact that tithes have to be paid, right. you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, if I'm not going to do it. Not saying that it's right, right. right. because it's wrong. Because you're robbing God. Because I'm robbing God. And at the end of the day, if I'm sowing seeds and I give it tithes, I'm just holding a bag and all my money just flying away, right. you know? So I think the biggest thing was, you know, un- the understanding part. Right. Understanding the mean to give, understanding right. the mean to sow. Right. Because I'm telling y'all, when that when he came up to us, and, and he didn't budge. Right. When he came up to us and said, y'all sold a $1,000, you know, I was looking at Marcus like, <laughs> what
2: we going to do? And I know you're not lying, <laughs> bro, and I know you're not lying mm-hmm. because, you know, I was talking to Prophet one day and I, he asked me for, for my tie. I said, well, monotide for me, <laughs> what you
1: mean, <laughs> But,
2: you know, and then I, I realized, you know, it, it, it wasn't a blessing for me. That was her receiving her blessing <laughs> until I actually touched the waters and started sewing and it's so crazy. I remember this. I, I saw the seed. I saw the seed in the ministry. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I just went to go wash, um, wash the car. I mm-hmm. found twenty dollars right on the ground, right when I stepped out. So I was like, "All right, God," I said, "I know what to do now." Yeah. So I got on. You know, I got, I got the the memo about tithe and offering because mm-hmm. you can't just tie without doing offering, and you can't do offering without including the tie. See, they both work together. Because if you do one without the other, it just still having holes in your bag.
1: Right, and then also to add on to that, I wouldn't want to serve anybody who just um, look any type of way, who doesn't take care of, you know, A, themselves, B, you know, really God's house first and then themselves because at the end of the day, you know, we've seen our pastor, you know, pour in and and do different things with his own money. Right. Because if you, he always said, if you trust in people to give you something, right. you'll never have it. You know right. what I'm saying? Or if you trust people, they'll rob God, so it makes you think they won't rob you. Right. So we've seen him personally give money and do for, you know, different kingdom funds and, you know, people ask about kin- kingdom buildings and, you know, different things that we haven't seen yet. Right. You know, I trust him to do the right thing because at the end of the day, He's gonna
2: get in trouble with God. Yeah, right, and not you know only, only that. Not only that to pick it up. I, I know our prophet just, just, just real it could be right. because I didn't watch this man with my own eyes. Sold tens of thousands into right. ministry, small right. ministry. Right. And not only that, when I was in Florida, when I didn't have enough money mm-hmm. to, um, to pay, pay for the rest of my shoes, mm-hmm. he he helped me out. He picked up off my slack.
1: Yeah.
2: And with no no questions but about me. it, and he didn't ask me to give it back to him. Right. He, he's a giver. He's a giver, And I see that, from, I Genuine see that with my own eyes.
1: Genuine person.
0: So, so what y'all were talking earlier, you know, um, going back to the open heavens, mm-hmm. you said when when y'all first came, mm-hmm. giving opened up a door for your husband for a job. It
1: did.
0: Giving opened up a door for our family mm-hmm. and our business. Mm-hmm. Given It gave, it opened up, a, for me, uh, a job in my career. Mm-hmm. So what would y'all say, you know, if you said a coincidence, what would you say to anybody that just try to write it off as a coincidence? that's a coincidence
2: Mm -hmm. you go for the
0: leaders first
1: (laughs) um, I would say that it's not a coincidence I would say that you know everything happens in due season in due time and um, it just reminds me when the Lord told um, Peter he said um, you don't understand you don't understand right now but later you will And, you know, we do things, and we're like, I don't understand, but I'm going to give. When we gave those $1,000, I didn't understand. Right. But I had faith to know whatever it was we were given, you right. know, when we gave it, the Lord was going to unlock something for us. Right. So, um, I, it's not a coincidence. You know, everything is God's time. Everything is, you know, God testing your faith. He's testing you to see, you know, hey, look. You know, give this and I'll give you that. You know, and sometimes it won't be just unlocking giving money. You know, sometimes it could be help. Sometimes it could be, you know, when God's timing and me and my husband agree, you know, the children. You know, sometimes it could be other things that go on in life that he'll unlock. Longer days, you know, longer life. So, you know, it's not a coincidence to answer your question. It's not a coincidence. I do believe that everything happens for a reason.
2: That's
0: crazy. As you was talking, one particular verse that popped up to me was, um, "Try me in this and see if I would not open up the doors, the windows of heaven for you." That's good. So you know, sometimes God just he just wants to see if we are gonna play ourselves out of a blessing, Right. right? Right. Because we're talking about you know. Preacher just want money, the church just want money, but it's God that wants your money. Right. right? It's required.
2: Right. So he nope. straight up said it. Right. And then don't you know, make me get we don't want to start talking about first fruit. Right.
1: <laughs> That's sure. a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time. That it
2: is. That yeah. it is. But but the good thing, you if you don't understand, you ask questions to get understanding. Right. Don't just stay in the, you know, in the field of not understanding it. it. Yeah. God and I just hear it just now. God said, "My people are perished because of lack of knowledge. knowledge, because they rejected knowledge." So you gotta seek, or push forward.
1: Yeah, and, and we t- have someone who poured. We have a, a prophet, you know, a pastor, you know, that pours into us and let us know, you know, hey, look, this is not for me. Right. This is strictly for God's can. And truth be told, you know, we go, we owe God everything. He owes us nothing. We owe him everything, right. so it's his money, right. it's his cars, it's his clothes, right. it's everything that he have given unto us, right. so we have to give it back.
2: And this is why I call people fools at, because mm-hmm. do people not
1: know, like you just said, God
2: don't need us. You know? He could he could stop everything and be perfectly fine it's a blessing that he want us to be at, mm-hmm. be up there with him so gangster,
1: like earth, red talk
2: so like if, <laughs> if there's anybody out there that have a calling of god over their life like please accept it because you gotta realize he doing it to bless you
1: He doing it to bless you
2: if you don't accept the call what, what most what most you doing what most right. benefits you doing
1: right
2: well
0: I think time has been well spent. You're well You're spent. Better, you better come back on this topic. I right.
1: will. If you'll have me, yes. yes, yes will be back yes, we'll have Stay tuned, you guys. Stay tuned. For part two. Right, for two. part two, and we, we are be excited. Be and
0: and we will be, be back. We will be back. Well, guys, we hope that you were blessed by today's show. Yes. And always
2: remember to subscribe.
1: Press that like.
2: And comment down below.
1: Until you next time. Be blessed. <laughs>